going on, everybody? Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining us for anything and everything rock and roll. Of course, with a little bit of ADD. I'm Zach. And I'm Robin. And you're listening to Rock Detention. I don't thank feel you, tardy. <laughs> I was going to say, gentlemen, how are we doing? But Robin, how are we doing? We're, you know, we're good. We're, we're down one, thanks to a trolley in Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg, don't worry, T- or is he in? He says he's in Gatlinburg, so don't worry. TJ wasn't hit by a trolley in Gatlinburg. He's stuck on a trolley in Gatlinburg. So oh, thank you for, thank you for clarifying um, that one. But uh, but yes. Um, so yeah, we're down one tonight. Down one, but that's okay because we're gonna have one later. Um, actually, sooner than later. Yeah. But uh, dude, how's your week going? What you been up to, man? I I feel a little MIA. I haven't. Uh, this is the first time we've talked. I think all week. Talked in. Yeah. Um, it's it's just been you know everything's decided to explode and, and light on fire at the same time. Ah, Waterloo. Please sponsor us. Hello, Waterloo. Um, we love you. We drink you. And, you are in us. <laughs> oh man, my Whataburger cup's not in here. Damn. Oh well. <gasps> Um, but, uh, so yeah, it's, everything's just kind of, it's just been putting out fires left and right. Um, Eddie V's... Are, are we referring to your band stuff? Are we talking about your cover gig? Or are we talking about your new job? Or am and I allowed to say we, that? Or it's, it's everything. It's everything. Okay. Um, Righteous. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, Eddie V's went back to uh, all locations now have music seven nights a week again. And. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd like to say that's good for you, Mike. Oh, no, it's good, but it was like, you know, <laughs> I had to go to Houston and fix both sound systems in Houston to make sure that they were ready to have music, yes, uh, live yeah. music again. And then um, we, uh, um, then I had to come back here and fix the piano or start the fixing uh, process for the piano here in, at the Eddie V's in Austin. And then we're doing all the shit down at, that we're doing down at the Elephant Room. Uh, and then I finished up my album. It's done. Dude. It's done recording. Uh, oh, my EP. congratulations! So, man. Uh, the, so now it's it's off to mixing. It's correct. off to mixing, and uh, oh. so that was that was a lot of fun. Um, I'm. It's weird to think it's all over now. For well, we're on to the next phase, so the recording's all yeah. over. Yeah. So, Dude, uh, you know what? It, it, it be excited, man. Yeah. It's it's. That, that's um that's really exciting and and. And and you should be able to breathe a little bit better at night, you know. You you get that you got that weight off your shoulder of of ah okay we we got this done now it's out of my hands yeah you know and well you know it's funny because I really really enjoy the recording process so it's kind of one of those things where I'm like I really don't want to be done I like doing this I gotcha so, but you know you got to get something pumped oh, yeah. out oh yeah and I'm excited so, where you know it'll be released as a series of five singles and then when the fifth single comes out we'll just drop the whole it'll be a whole EP instead of five singles. Um, Dude, I'm excited. I, that is, I'm excited for the is... world to hear this because everybody that I've played it for, you know, cause it's one of those things when you, when you're vulnerable and you're showing someone your art before it's like even done, it's like, this is it as it stands now. And everybody's just, you know, paying me all these massive, you know, compliments. And I'm just going, are you listening correctly to this? Like it's <sighs> okay. Uh, Look, man, yeah. I mean, you're, you're not half bad. Okay. You got some good shit. Stop it. You know, and and I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, brother. Um, uh, part of the reason I've been MIA is is, is I've had family in town. Yeah, uh, for the you. last five days. You've had a pretty massively busy weekend. Uh, absolutely, and um, and 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 thank you for reminding me that you did send me one of your singles, and uh, and I have not had a chance to properly be in the right headspace, have good speakers or headphones. I haven't been able to sit down and listen to, it, but is... I will, and I. You you are witnessing, folks, how much Zach actually cares about what I do. Uh, you know, I, he doesn't have the time. I'm kidding. <laughs> Give me I shit. mean, I I would I would think you would rather me listen to it in the right mindset and yes. on correct audio versus me just throwing it on my phone while I'm brushing my teeth. Dude, I would think you would want me to do that. I'm just giving you shit, man. Right on. I got you, but I you know people that aren't in the music industry yeah. might be like. Man, that Zach, he's real asshole, man. He, he won't even listen to his best friend's song. Like, listen. Time out. Gar. Uh, um, but I'm very excited uh, to hear it. So yeah. I'll probably have to scroll through about 100 text messages to go find I'll it. Say, I'll send I'll... you to you again. Actually, what, I'll, what I'm going to do is send you uh, the – when they send me the – why don't you just wait a second and, and I'll just send you the uh, Dropbox file when all five or I get the first oh. rough mix and you can tell me what you think. 
Okay. So. I mean, well, I'll do whatever you want, man. But um, whatever I want. I'm, oh, okay. Shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to hear those. And, uh, and dude, I, I just want to point something out. Like, the, the, we, we love you, TJ, and we are so. Uh, uh, I don't want to say so sad. I mean, I, I wish you were here, but I'm not. I'm not crying, you know. Um, but dude, this is like going. This is old school. This is like first episode yeah, shit right here. Just the two of us. Yeah, this is weird. I mean, it's it's the, weird the, to the, just have the two. Like, I love it, but at the same time, it's like it's just weird because I'm so used to that third person. Absolutely. So. Um, the uh, 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 those first like episode or two were just tests. Yeah. It was you and I here in the middle of the day shooting the shit yeah. on like Facebook Live or something, and and I remember we did our first one and we talked for like an hour. And didn't even realize it, and and I remember we finished it, and I called you after. I was like, "That was the most fun I've had in a long time." Well, I just remember you being worried, like, "Are we going to be able to talk for an hour? What are we going to talk about? Like, are we going to be able to carry this for an hour long?" I was like, "Dude, we'll be fine. Don't worry about it." Well, I mean, hey, dude, it's good for, for to those think about. of you, absolutely, and and for those of you, you know, out there wanting to do a podcast, like it, it, it. You do have to think about that. You yeah. know, can you talk about a topic or can you c- carry a conversation for an hour or, or an hour and a half or two or, or whatever? It's it's uh, it's uh, it's it, it definitely makes it uh, a lot easier having two great folks to split the uh, the conversation with, you yeah. know? Well, speaking of conversations. So, oh, no, I think we should make it wait longer. <laughs> He was he was he was giving you some faces when uh, <laughs> at the beginning of it, and he was talking to his mic. I was like, "Come on, man, we hear." You. <laughs> Go ahead. Who do we got on oh, tonight, man. Robin? Tonight we have the incomparable Andy McIntyre, uh, fantastic guitar player, fantastic songwriter. Um, he has a new single that has been recently released um, with new material on the way, um, and uh, yeah. We're just gonna go ahead and just bring him on and have. Are we doing this? Have some conversation. So Andy McIntyre, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeet, yeet. What's up, homie? How are you doing? Whoops. I'm doing. Sorry, I was uh, texting a bunch of people. Hey, be sure to watch this. Hey, absolutely. Drop your cock you and him... pull up your socks. Watch hey, this. Hey, and and subscribe and comment and, and ask ridiculous questions oh, yes. in the uh, in the comments. We we do encourage. Oh, yeah. I was telling you to do that. We do encourage ridiculous questions, and I hope that Jeff comes on tonight and asks a ridiculous question because he's Absolutely. always got him. Now, uh, Wait, uh, who's, Andy, who's Jeff? He's a friend of TJ's, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He comes yeah, on and he just he'll like says. think of these random questions, like you're speeding towards a cliff, and your car has no brakes. What what song mm-hmm. are you listening to? Kind of things, you know. And okay. mine will always forever be the same answer. Yeah. Dude, that it um at the show I played on Friday, uh, I played at Live Oak here in Nashville, and uh, like two songs before I went on stage, Firehouse, all she wrote came on. I was like, it's gonna be a good night. <laughs> are you are you a Firehouse fan, Andy? Uh, somewhat. I mean, you know who we're talking about, like the early '90s, like '80s metal band. Oh, oh, no, sorry. I was thinking of an 80s band, the uh, band that came out of Split Ends, the Finn Brothers band. Sorry, totally different band. Okay, no worries. Um, who, who produced, uh, what was it, Mutt Lang that did Firehouse? Oh, uh, I don't believe so. I have a Google machine that I will I ask. know it was, it was a big, it was a big name. It was either Dan Huff or, or Mutt Lang. It was one of those two that... Is the brainchild behind them? Probably Mutt. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's Mutt, but if you could verify that, Robin is our uh, class. It. What 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 position would that be in in? Like, there's the secretary, David, the treasurer. David Pratter produced the first Firehouse album. Okay, but uh, no, not the first one. Yes. The, the one the, uh, that's fine. But what is the the blue one that has the girl on the front? Yeah, that's the first album, Firehouse. Yeah, this one. <clears throat> huh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was pr- produced I, by David Pratter. Uh, I'm, I'm, this is crazy. I, I've got to know this. Here, y'all talk for a second because this is going to bug the crap. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. Andy, how are you? 
I'm good, Robin. How are you? I'm doing, oh, doing great. What's up, Cody Parks? Cody, <laughs> Cody Parks just texted me, and he said neither. Um, then why did I think Mutt Lang had something to do with it? I don't know because you want Mutt Lang to be involved with everything because he. Yeah, I do. Um, but well, Mutt Lang is not stupid. our guest. Is not our guest on this show tonight. <laughs> I know, but we're talking about good music, man. Come on. Um. Come on, mine. Speaking, speaking, but, but, but speaking of producing music and uh, speaking of producing new music, you were just out in mm-hmm. California, Andy. What uh? I was. What uh? What what fabulous studio were you at? I was at Sunset. Sunset. And yes. uh, yeah. So Sunset, room and you three. were in tracking room three, right? Yes. Yes. Which is which is the uh, the board that you hear essentially, or at least a good chunk of of, of Prince's 1999. Okay. Oh wow! And, really? Yeah, and Van Halen overdubs, and and I gotta say, hearing stems monitored through that board, you know how 1999 and Purple Rain both have like this sort of how can I describe it? There's low end, but it's but it's not super extended. Yeah. But it's super fucking tight, mm-hmm. and the mid range is like super transparent. It isn't. It's pokey, but it's like nice pokey. But the top end is like is very wide with without sounding overly sparkly. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm sounding like an idiot here. But seriously, that console sounds like 1999. Yeah. You put a drum loop through it, and it's like oh, it's like a B side that never came out from that. Yeah. Like that is the sound of that desk. So it's funny it's that you, pretty wild. It's funny that you mentioned 1999 because I mm-hmm. have been since we started this third season uh, mm-hmm. on the description for all the YouTube videos that we when we go live, I always you know mm-hmm. put a little blurb like Andy McIntyre joins us tonight, blah blah blah, and then underneath it I do I put like required reading or required listening because it's rock mm-hmm. attention, so I take the whole school thing. Yeah, and I put on there required listening. I put you, and then I put Prince's 1999. <laughs> just just rounds like. I know he likes Prince. I'll just put 1999 up there. Just for the hell of it. Just and, for the hell and of it. he just happened to. It just happened wow. To wow. Yeah. yeah. That's now, funny. What, who were you recording with? Was this your personal stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. My own stuff. I, uh, I did something similar a couple of years ago um, over at Abbey Road where I, I cut all basics here in Austin, just drums, all the multi tracks, drums, bass, and like just a scratch guide rhythm part. Then took it to this other schmancy studio and just went boop. And obviously, I mean, I had everything mapped out in my head and had mocked it up here over in my room. So I could just systematically go through and boom, done, boom, done, boom. And, and not have to think about it and not like waste time and not do the things like, um, well, I was thinking maybe we could explore the oranges and tangerines and the pancake tone. Like, no. Let the engineer do what they do because it's their room. They're going to fucking know it more, way more than I do. Sure. And I know what the parts are, so right. don't waste time. It it sounds very efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, did 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 you leave yourself a, a little bit of wiggle room to to maybe experiment and and, sure. and try yeah. some crazy stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, with uh, Sunset, they have their uh, you know Waves makes a version of their you know plug-in version of their uh, their uh, stock tanks. Jesus Christ, sir. The reverb rooms and sure, like and you just the chamber. Yeah, the chamber. Thank you. And you just plug into the wall, and it and it loops everything back around, and they have it mic'd, which is upstairs. Actually, their chambers are upstairs, and you can go into any one of the three just as long as no no other studios using it, and print that back into the session. And it, it sounds like, uh, it's. It is amazing how close the emulation is, but the but the real thing, yeah. of course, untouch- man, it's untouchable. It's cool. H- have you? Was that on vocals? No. You do all the singing as well, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do. Uh, but so this was guitar tones. Yeah, and piano and and acoustic. What and reverb I, did you use on the vocal? Uh, I think it was like. I think they were using tank number one. Well, actually, no. They, well, well, for uh, vocals, I, I didn't, I didn't cut vocals there. Okay. Yeah. Just the guitar. Right well, I just did. I, I, I started to, but it was at the very end of, end of the day, and I was like tired, and I was like, well, let's just throw up a mic and try and get a tone. And I was like, ah, screw it, I'll just cut it at home. Now, why, 
why why LA? Um, I mean, there's two or three, mm-hmm. maybe more that I don't know about. Um, but there are two or three like major recording studios, you know, right. plus or minus thirty or forty five minutes away from Austin. Why did mm-hmm. why LA? Well, I've uh, I've recorded in uh, at Arlen twice. Okay. Awesome uh, room. Yeah. Y- yeah, great, great room. Uh, the album I've made released before Melomania was called Ruby. That was done over at Arlen. And uh, uh, where else have we been here in Austin? Now I'm blanking. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's doesn't have the uh, name of Arlen, but our good friends over at 601 Studio in South Austin, yeah. Eric Harrison and Michael Ingber. Yeah. Righteous. They have, they, have, they have a righteous little room there. It's great. Um, but but did you I, answer I, I my question? I don't think I'm answering your question. Yeah, you Sorry. definitely didn't. Why did you go to L.A.? Yeah. Oh, well, why? You have oh, all these was... rooms in, in Austin. Uh, be... oh, okay, here, look. Um, look, here, <laughs> you know, everyone listen. has, listen, everyone has their own home studio now, right? And Chuck Shirak is the smartest motherfucker in the whole freaking world. Second only to whoever the CEO of Vintage King is. For those of you listening, if you know who Chuck Shirak is, you know where I'm going with this. Those I, I studi- don't. Can you oh, tell okay. us who he Chuck is? Chuck Shirak is, is, is the, I believe he's the founder, but he's definitely the CEO of Sweetwater. Okay. So that guy made bank last year. And that guy was making bank prior to that. And that guy is going to continue to clean up. Of course. And their business model is genius. It's it's genius. It's totally Mm -hmm. genius. So unfortunately, not every single vintage equipped world famous studio is going to be around forever. And I do this thing where 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 I I save up as much money as I can or a, AKA try not to foolishly spend it. And then like I started going, well, I think I'd like to track over that studio. It's just, it's just for one day. And it's just like, look, this joint may not be here when I'm an old man. It may not be here in 20 years. I don't know what's going to happen. If COVID taught us anything, we have no fucking idea what's going to happen. Next. Of course. Agreed. So I was very lucky enough that I could record over Abbey road. That was incredible. And then I'm also very fortunate enough to record over at Sunset. And it just it just felt like uh, if time out, like yeah. the mm-hmm. Abbey Road. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can rent the booth. I'm going to I'm what's that? You can you, you're going to get on a plane and smack me. Yeah. I tracked over at Abbey Road. I, like same Abbey Road as the Beatles. Yes. Which song did you Pink do? At, which, which song did you finish up at Abbey Road? Dirty Conversations. Cool. I mean, yeah. it, it, am I the only one who thinks that's really fucking cool? I yeah. mean, oh, that's you know what's funny is you are you and Robin are some of the very few who actually think that's cool. I got a lot of shit for doing that when when I came home from to to Austin. I, I got a lot of shit for that. Uh, I don't know why. All I know is I was told, hey, uh, you should sort of maybe downplay that a little bit. I'm like, why? And then I found out why. Then, like a month later, I met someone else's band show in South Austin, supporting them. And I'm also kind of like supporting the opening act because I'm like, I, I've heard this name before. I don't know him well. And I'm standing at the bar. I've told the story a lot, but and as you do, as one does, you start drinking. And you're like, oh, I gotta go take a piss. You walk over to the bathroom. You go there. You do your thing. Two guys follow you into the bathroom. And one of them starts going, and I don't, I mean, it was just like, it was eighth grade all, high school all over again. And this, this one of them standing there holding his junk too. And he's like looking at me and I'm like, okay, that's, I mean, if cool, right on. Thanks. I think. And one goes, Hey, and his buddy goes, what? He goes, you know what this bathroom reminds me of, right? And his friend goes, yeah, yeah, I do. I know what you're thinking. It reminds you of the bathroom at Abbey Road. And his friend goes, exactly. This place is just like Abbey Road. You know, when I was tracking at Abbey Road, and then I'm washing my hands, and I do the thing where, like, you look over your shoulder, and you're like, oh, my fucking God. And one of these guys look kind of mean and nasty, too. I'm not, like, a little guy, but I'm not six foot. I'm, like, five, nine and a half. 
I could handle myself if I had to, but I'm not about to get into like a brawl in a, in a Texas bar where the TABC do not fuck around and the cops don't give a shit. They will blame anybody, yeah. you know? And so who are I'm these guys? Involved, rightfully so. It's like, you don't know who started what you have no idea. So I just, I, I quickly exited and went back to exited and went back to the bar. And I told my wife, it's like, you are not going to believe what I just, and this motherfucker follows me then around and then I'm here, he's there, and he, he orders a drink and then turns his head toward me as I'm looking forward and just stares at me for like 40 seconds. In, in other words, like, take a swing at me, hit me, hit me, hit me kind of vibe. I'm like, all this over the fact that I recorded at some, some fucking studio. <laughs> Wait a minute. All that. So they overheard you talk about Abbey Road, and then they were just being dicks in the bathroom. They didn't overhear me. They saw it on social media. Yeah. Remember, I was I was told to like kind of downplay some of that. Okay. Well, I I think that's ridiculous. That sounds like jealousy. Uh, oh, I think it, it's badass. It is, but so. but I was there to like support them. I paid money at the door. Like, hey, hey, genius, this guy just gave you money, <laughs> and you're yeah. shitting on him. Some people are like some people are. Come just on, dumb. man. Well, I think it's badass, dude. And, Thank you, um, uh, yeah, it sounds very expensive. It sounds like a lot of, uh, flights and hotels, but, uh, well, still awesome. We went into room three as we did it at, as, as I did at sunset room, room three at Abbey road. And I mean, this with all due respect to anyone who works at Abbey road and works there. Everyone there is super cool. By the way, there's no fucking weird vibe. No, nothing. It's like clean and just sure immaculate. Uh, room three is about 55% less expensive than room one. Room okay. one is, was un, I was like, hell no. I mean, it's, it's nothing against room one. I'm just like, I can't afford that. Yeah. Well, right it, on. room one's like the biggest room though, right? Yeah. It's a big white room. It's, yeah. it's get back, you know, it's, it's all that stuff. Uh, Whereas room three is, uh, I mean, it's still big, but famously it's, it was, um, uh, uh, dark side of the moon. I mean, that's still pretty yeah. cool, my friend. No, it, um, it is. It is. What uh, I mean, what desk do they have in room there. three? You know, pardon me? What uh, desk do they have in room three? So room three at Abbey Road, the tracking room is relatively more or less kind of the same as it's always been, which sounds beautiful. It sounds immaculate. It's perfectly tuned. The um, the monitoring room is it's, it's totally gutted. It's updated. It's a giant, like, 1996 SSL J series console. Okay. Like, like right 72 input it's huge oh wow in room three yeah and okay, right and, the, and the ceilings are really short it's classic it's super wide not very deep yeah we i was when uh, my girlfriend and i went to london uh in november of 2019 and she kept telling she kept asking me she's like do you want to go to abbey road like we should you know go you, mm. you've, you've always wanted to go there and i said and i was like as soon as i landed i was like you know what no i'm not gonna go over to abbey road I'm not gonna go there until I record. Like I want, I want to go there cold. I want to go there like until I like when I can go in and actually like record music. There. Right. And, I remember you telling me that, Robin. Yeah. People, I, I've sold several people, and they're all like, "That's weird," but okay. No, no I, I, I get, get it. it though. Yeah. Um. Oh, Robin, was everyone and their goddamn mother doing the stupid Abbey Road walk though? To the point you're like, I can't even cross the road. Uh, we actually didn't go up. Towards Abbey Road, we uh, oh yeah, oh, we oh, stayed. Okay. You totally, you didn't want any of the. Oh, ones. you you weren't even in the. Uh... Well, oh, okay. it's not that we. It's not that we weren't like if we if there was something up there that we wanted that we were thinking about going up there, um, because it's it's uh, we were staying. Uh... Oh, I'm trying to picture London in my head because we spent most of the time walking around. We did the kind of tour. We did a lot of touristy stuff. We spent most of our time. <laughs> Shut up. We spent most of our time like uh, in and around the the Westminster uh, area. Mm. Um, yeah, is is that where the cheese comes from? Yes, Muenster cheese, West Muenster. Am I saying it right? I have no idea what you're talking about, but that is great if that's a name of a cheese. M U E N S T E R Muenster. That is that is fantastic. Some call it Munster. I'm pretty sure it's Muenster. Oh. God. Anyway, go on. Bad joke. Yeah. Over my, over my head. I did the best I could, Robin. No, it was, I was good. Just, it was good. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. 
All right. <laughs> I want to talk about the important stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. I've had a little coffee cough the last couple of days. Stop your coffee. Um, Stop it. Sorry. Uh, so, homie, the first time I met you was uh, when you were playing with Robin on the guitar. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I want to I want to go more on the guitar side now. Uh, okay. What what All are right. your who? I mean, who are your influences? Are are you a, a metal cat gone indie pop or or have That's you always been that? What's your What's your thing? Is well, uh, let me answer your question with the question: Is that how I come across to you? And uh, I, I mean, uh, like, I'm gen genuinely curious. Ma ma I, um, I I don't. Maybe indie pop is the wrong word. Um, indie for sure. Like very mm -hmm. Austin. Isn't Austin indie? So okay, that's that's just fascinating. Um, are are you are you from Nashville? I'm from Austin, Texas. Oh, you are from Austin. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Huh. I'm in Nashville. Uh, it's it's but funny. I, okay, okay. It's funny because right, cool. I, I would I would describe Austin as indie as well. Like yeah, it, very hipster. But 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 Austin indie. Yeah, but like totally Austin, different it's, from it's LA totally, indie. Yeah, totally different from okay. LA indie. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But you yeah. you're I mean I just I texted Robin right before the show cuz I, I listened to three or four of your songs. Mm -hmm. And and I was like this sounds very Austin. So That's whatever just... Austin is is what I was reminded of. See, you know, I I was getting U2 vibes meets the 1975 That's kind of where my wow. head was going. Okay. Hey man, awesome. I'm the consumer, no, no, no. That's, that's and that's fine. where my head went. So, yeah. so yeah. it is what it is. Take it how you would like. Okay. So, where are your influences, like, like guitar-wise, and then we'll get musically. Like, where does your music come from? Fidgeting. Uh, let's let's see here. Well, I. I, I... Some of some of my guitar influences have nothing to do with the guitar because absolutely right because and, because, and I know that that's why yeah. I'm asking you because right. I'm a metalhead right okay that's right how on. I make my money mm -hmm. but if you listen to my originals they're pop R and B so I you have a very similar situation okay I'm yeah. assuming like right oh, okay well here I'll just I'll just uh. I'll answer your question maybe by kind of partially answering the uh, next question. I'm I'm inspired to write great guitar riffs or by great. I just mean things I find <laughs> fascinating. I'm amazing. Yeah, I'm amazing. <laughs> oh, Ingve oh, oh, J Malmsteen, make sure you got the J. You know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm inspired by people like Dead Mouse, and I hated Dead Mouse like 15 years ago. I hated it. I was like. And I did the whole thing that everyone else did. It's like, oh, it just sounds like a fax machine fucking a printer. But now that I, huh. and I knew better. And now, like, years ago, I went, oh, I'm going to listen to a little bit. Of it. Like, oh, wow, these melodies are really cool. Totally. Oh, wow. these This production is ridiculous. I'm a fucking moron. Oh, wow. This, the way he thinks about stuff is not too dissimilar from Kurt Cobain because because it's like, here's a really simple idea, and I'm going to repeat it, but I'm going to expound upon it and make it do things and twists and turning and keep it fascinating as it moves through the pathway, you know, yeah. of the song. Um, the first time you saw the mm -hmm. the way he spells it, did you read it Dead Mal 5? Yeah, like everyone else. Yep. Sure. Same. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure yeah, I'm yeah. not crazy. Yeah, no. I, yeah. Yeah. Who is Dead Mal 5? Yeah. Joel um, Zimmerman. The most, like, unlikely name. You're like... His name is Joel. All right, that's cool. So, so anyway, love it. But, but then I love, um, I love Albert Collins. You know, I love Keith Richards because it's it's so weird and it's so like it's so genius at the same time. Keith is maybe like the first iconoclastic, classic iconoclastic hero uh -huh. because. His his version of of how of how to be a hero is one that's like, I don't want to be a hero, so I'm going to be the antihero, you know. I mean, at least, but ironically, he's he's kind of the blueprint, you know. Um, who else am, am I really into? I love Neil Young. I love uh, Alan Haynes here in Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. Great fucking player, amazing player. Mm -hmm. um, 
like any other teenage boy, I was like, oh, here's Hendrix, here's SRV, here's, here's this and that. And then, you know what's funny is I knew about everyone else before I got an Eddie Van Halen because it was like I only knew of Jump. And when I was when I was a little boy, like I was about five, uh, I thought I thought Jump was was some uh, black soul singer out in front of a synthesizer band. Not realizing that David Lee Roth is this little white Jewish guy from California, right on, <laughs> or really Indiana. And uh, so did you go through a metal phase? Yeah, 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 I did. I know, uh, I know, uh, all a diary of a madman. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. I mean, Ozzy is my favorite artist. When people say, "Who's your favorite band?" Ozzy, all the time, no matter what. Yeah. Ozzy solo. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Not Sabbath. I I, I respect Sabbath and I mm-hmm. I like Sabbath, but, but Ozzy in particular. Did 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 you feel like after '73 Sabbath, it just got a little too? Spinal Tap. I I couldn't tell you, my friend. No, all right. Okay. I, I do not know enough about Sabbath. Fair enough. Um. Now, are is is after seventy three Mob Rules by any chance? I don't remember the specific album names. I just remember they're they're being like okay. that. They're, well, they're I, like I played heavy a drug uh, album. I played Dio's birthday bash last weekend. Or oh, yeah, excellent. Last okay. weekend at uh, at a venue here in Nashville, and uh, and I did two songs off of Mob Rules. And uh, they're super fun to play. They, yeah, they're they've got some riffage, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very riff oriented. Oh, uh, here's here's a here's a funny thing about uh, sort of like Ozzy. Um, uh, shit. Oh, damn you, liquor! You just stole my memory. Yeah, um, I saw you pouring the the. Uh, I was gonna say hungry Jack, man, maybe. Jack. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. The hungry man. Um, <laughs> um, Gentleman's Jack. That's what it is. Okay. Shit. Hang on. Uh, when when did uh, when did Ozzy leave? Oh, it was the last album. So Never Say Die was the last album with Ozzy Osbourne. And then the the first Heaven and Hell was the first Got one it. with Dio. That's right. So yeah, Zach, what you were talking about, Mob Rules, that was 1981. Okay, so after 73. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, there we go. Solved. So, okay. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Can I, I, Black Sabbath was one that I never dove into too deeply. I should probably do that, though. Can I Can I tell an Aussie-related story? Sorry, I'm trying to burp. Just super Say quick. Say whatever you want, man. Awesome. I was I was out in West Texas at Lubbock at The Spoon, or The Spoon, and uh, uh, Brad Gillis of Night Ranger walked in. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Hey, it's Brad Gillis." And Were you playing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Good thing I'm a little loaded right now. I'd be kind of nervous." He got up and he, and he grabbed my Strat, and which is doesn't have a floating trim on it at all. It's like screwed into the, you know, five springs, all that shit. And he just got up and he just started wailing on it, and I'm like, "Cool, wow." Taking sitting there taking notes, like, "Okay, do that, do this, do that." <laughs> nice guy too. Sure. But it was. I mean, he he walked over and just like dimed the amp. So he like, he did right. he ask to get up or he just got up and grabbed your guitar? Uh, I asked him to get up. I was, I was like, hey, you wanna wanna get up and play? And and he's like, yeah. And the band was a mid song, and I just kind of put my strat on him. I love that. That's yeah. That, what what he play? Oh, he just he just went into like some twelve bar blues and just started like doing these like sweeping like crazy tapping or arpeggiated stuff where it's like wow and it was loud it was like whoa am i that loud and bartender's <laughs> like no he just dimed your amp i'm like oh okay cool do you remember what amp you were playing through at the time <laughs> yeah it was a marshall full stack i <laughs> know half stack pardon me it was Good. a half stack it was, half stack. was it, it was a, 100 an, watt 800 uh no it was a it was a it's it's a it's a modified 2000 with an 800 upright transformer in it with 6550 tubes. <laughs> you could have, you literally, what you just said to sounded to me just like wah, 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 tube. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's based off of the Zach Wild mod. Okay, righteous. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Are you a Zach Wild fan? I like Zach Wild. Yeah. 
I I'm, like I'm this a stuff. huge Zach Wild fan. I love Zach. Yeah. Uh, dude, that, he, that he's sounds actually like... sort of underrated because everyone just goes, oh, it's just a woo. It's like, no, there's way more to his playing than that. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but that mod sounds really fun. I it sounds incredible. I, I played through a, a, a JCM uh, 2000 at the show uh, that I played on Friday. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really fun. I, the the mid range is fun on the Marshalls, and uh, uh, it definitely cuts. So because yep. uh, I'm a six L six guy myself. Sure. And yep. uh, uh, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm very tempted in uh, in in diving in the in the uh, in the Marshall world. I'd I'd love mm-hmm. a, a 1989 you know JMP, uh, which is basically just a JCM 800 uh, yeah. 50 yeah. watt. Sure. Yeah. I, I love yeah. that stuff. What about you, Robin? What's your favorite Marshall? <laughs> I like I like my Vox AC30. Like okay. Marshalls. I like my Vox AC30. Although a uh, couple of the uh, the track the guitar tracks on on my new EP are cut through uh, a J. Yeah. J- Hold on. I wrote it down. <laughs> okay, let us know. Uh, they're, they're through a Marshall. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Didn't I send you a picture of, like, when we were doing the amps and we we, uh, we did stereo. Uh, we had two stereo Marshall cabs in, in Dude, the room. We've, we've got so many text threads going. I, I don't oh, know really? what you sent me. But, uh, Andy, have you ever played through the JVMs? Remind me again what those are. The Marshall JVMs. Isn't like the Ingve Malmsteen ones? No, no, no just okay. the it's 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 one of their like higher gain models. They come in a two channel and a four channel, uh, oh, a fifty yeah, watt I, and a hundred watt. This the one that the one that Joe Satriani plays through is kind of based off of. It's 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 sort of the the rectifier Marshall, if you will, in terms of the layout of the. P- possibly, yeah. um, I know like Nita Strauss uses them. Um, okay. Maybe Satriani used him. I don't know. I really enjoy him. Do you know Jason Frankhauser in uh, in Austin? Killer guitar not. player in front of house guy. Um, he turned me on to the JVMs a couple years back, and so I, I, nice. I went to a, to a guitar shop and uh, they had a two channel fifty watt one, and I I, I plugged it into a Friedman one twelve. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and it blew my mind. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Sweet. I'm a big Friedman fan as well. Oh. Uh, I used a Marshall JMP Bob Bradshaw modified. Uh, Bob Bradshaw modified. No idea what that means. Hell yeah. But Bob, yeah. Bob Bradshaw modded everyone's shit back in the day. Okay. And, and, and probably. Is, is, yeah. is that the same Bradshaw that does the. Um, the Bradshaw systems, like the, the first like MIDI switchable things. I he started so. it, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that one. And then, uh, so that was Rhythm Guitar 1. The Rhythm Guitar 2 was uh, a, uh, we played, I was the Duesenberg Decaster guitar through Lou Reed's, his personal Saldano uh, Reverbro Sonic yeah. combo. And then through a Marshall 412. And then I did the solo with a Tele, with my Tele, uh, Bad Cat Trim, Trim Cat. So that's the cool. head that we used. Fuck yeah. Through, Sounds fun, man. Through a now, through a sex drive pedal. As as in Sexton? No, it's it's just called Sex Drive. No, but I I think it's I think it was built for Charlie Sexton. Oh. That's what's called the Sex Drive. Oh, maybe it Pretty was. sure. I mean that's again, that's I, I was I was told that. You, you never know, Ren Austin. Legends become legends because someone said so. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a the pedal they had at the studio yeah, no. and it sounded really good. So and all, yeah. of it, all of it maybe went someone into will a, chime in and let us know all of it went into a virtual right. 412 so oh beautiful the, oh, this is over same sky yeah awesome what preamps did you end up using i knew i wasn't paying attention to that i wasn't paying attention. that's right you're being the artist yeah i was i wasn't paying attention to all that i know Dude, that they... he didn't even take any pictures what are you talking about i was like hey man you got some social someone what? posted something yeah what go go to my thing i posted a ton of pictures I thought you said you don't do pictures when you're in the studio. I'm not thinking about it all the time when I'm in the Go studio. Go to Pornhub slash RobinMordecai.com <laughs> backslash porn. <laughs> yeah, you'll find all <laughs> of it there. Uh, 
No, it's just Dude. most of the time when I'm in the studio or even in, in any sort of creative thing, I just don't think Can't about pictures. Joke. I just don't think well, about doing that. Yeah. Um, and so if I think about getting one, I'll be like, oh, yeah, and then I'll forget to post it. Like, you, you should get one of those selfie sticks that's just like a backpack. I'm just inventing this in my head. I'm sure it's already been made, though. And it's a selfie stick that kind of comes out of your back, kind of like a xenomorph, and then it just sort of curves around here, and you can put your camera right there, and it's you can just do that. Yeah. I'm so, I, there's, there's, a a back, there's a backpack that you can clip your phone to. Above oh, it, there. Or like a little there you go. thing. I don't know. People are weird, man. <laughs> Nerds. I know. Hey, by the way, uh, this signal is brought to you by United Audio's uh, 47FET into a tone beast into an actual 1176. Pow! I have. Well, it sounds great, man. Yeah. Thanks. Um, it's like being a smartass. <laughs> when you posted that thing uh, on, uh, so like I made the post today, and then the, immediately. That stupid person commented and was like, "This is great. Promote it on such and such." And then you, made I that, hate that. It you drives like that? me nuts. And then you posted your thing, and I was like, <laughs> I was sitting there, I was like, "Oh man, I really need to think of something witty to like comment back on it." And then I got and then, promoted on analprobe.com. Yeah, it's like I hate those things. Like, they drive me nuts. Every well, great. Now they're never going to want to be on the show. Good. Thanks, I don't Robin. want them on the show. But but what's weird is some of them link to what look to be semi-legitimate, yeah. like like Capitol Records uh, R and D. I'm like, really research and development for Capitol Records? You go there, it's got 2.1 million followers. They're like, is this all, really real? Probably all fake. You know, we did we we had a similar situation where we got reached out to by a was it a promoter or a record label? And mm -hmm. and in oh. the band, I, I won't name any names or bands, but the band that they were talking about was one of my buddies was in the band yeah. so i called him i was like yo dude is this legit or not and and it actually was a legit company so oh, there are i do remember that who was that wow i will text you who okay. it was. <laughs> well, they were a guest uh, on the show though right not yet oh but they will not, not yet they weren't oh, oh you, no, no no i know exactly which one you're talking about yes. yeah um I will, and and it but but it totally seemed fake and i'm like yeah this is bull crap and i wanted to let my buddy know to be like yo dude this person is claiming to be your management and sure enough it was oh. his management so yeah. um all right gentlemen see, jack well you are in nashville this is tennessee whiskey isn't it ah there you go you said it right whiskey my code whiskey. word will be whiskey well i my uh, parents have this next door neighbor uh who went to vanderbilt and uh he always tells me the right way to say it. Whiskey. It's Sometimes whiskey. It, whiskey. There's an H in there. There's whiskey. there's a H. H. Herbs. Herbs. <laughs> okay, so you, you answered your guitar stuff. So now mm -hmm. get to where your music influence comes with. And I hope that there was no... I, I, I hope you did not get angry or offended that that of who I said my head went to. I was just no, letting you know like the vibes that I was getting. You said... U2, right? That was one I, I of was the, getting a couple yeah. of U2 vibes, and I was okay. getting some some 1975 vibes, which I love the 1975. You sure. can ask Robin. Mm -hmm. Robin, does Zach love the 1975? Yeah, it's a, it's a little it's it, it's love is kind of an understatement. It's a little weird, honestly. <laughs> God, <laughs> like, no, that that song "Chocolate" is great. That is just a great tune. Their best and also their best song is "She's American." Yes, I was going to say American okay. Girl, but yes, it's She's American. Thank you. Uh, which apparently that song is about Taylor Swift. I don't know. Do what? Yeah. Did they have a thing? Yeah, the lead singer and her had a thing. Much like her and pretty much every major male pop star of some sort. Basically, if you... Uh, we got to get big, bro. Date Taylor Swift, you're going to be written about. Yeah. Good. Do, do we get a piece of that? No. Fuck, no, you don't. No. <laughs> but you get... To say you've got a song written about so you. I, it's, it's, well, well, actually, it's probably Scooter Brown. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. He only owns the uh, first, like, the original albums that she did. She's no longer with oh, that. Oh, okay. That's why she's well, re-recording right. re all of her original albums. And all power to her. I wish her all the best, but, you know, he's lobbying to make sure... Which one actually gets played on Spotify then? Oh, I'm very curious. Come on. I'm very curious to see how this is all going to play out. Because that's such, it's, yeah. it's like, 
it's that is a truly fascinating business thing of like okay it is i want to see where this goes just to see like can an artist how deep the rabbit hole goes yeah, how deep the rabbit hole goes <laughs> and and can an artist like really stand up to a record like to someone like that and beat them I'm just curious. I mean, now it happens when you're right. Taylor Swift. I'd I'd say yes. Well, it see that's that's the thing. It's it's the uh, okay. It's one. It's you know you're watching two billionaires rush to space right now with Bezos and and uh, Musk, and now you're watching two millionaires basically duke it out. Bezos and Musk. I I thought it was the uh, Elon, uh, Elon? Branson. I don't know. He's that's Virgin. He's doing his own. He's in his own little world. No, no. Bezos and Elon Musk. Those two guys. They're the ones who are in the the billionaire space race thing. Um, what is it? Blue Origin and is that Bezos thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blue Origin and and uh, Blue Orgasm and XXX Space. <laughs> no, I thought it was Space XXX. Yeah, either way. But yeah, it's, no. Hey, dude, Space is pretty cool, man. I got friends that work for them. Yeah, yeah. One of my one of my friends, I I didn't even know this. I I called her the other day, um, and 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 I was like, hey, how you doing? You know, what are you up to this day? And she's like, I'm a rocket scientist. And I'm like, oh, that's that's funny. Nice. What are you doing? She goes, I work for SpaceX, and I, no, it's I monitor yeah. the um, like she showed me a picture of like her control station, and like she monitors the health of the astronaut. The, the astronaut. So like wow. she. She looks wow. like like all their vital like inside their suits they're hooked oh, up yeah. to all kinds of shit and That's they know a it all. Job. Yeah, and yeah. and I'm like, Fuck wow, yeah. like you. Very cool. You did yeah, something with exactly. your life. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> we have a podcast. <laughs> You're a rocket scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really know one, so it, it's pretty cool. And then my my best friend uh, that lives in Plano, his wife. Plano, br- Texas. I don't live Plano, Texas. I don't live in Plano. Oh, f- <laughs> come on, dude. Uh, his wife's brother work works worked I don't know uh, uh, for SpaceX and and he he was in charge of the parts department of like that provided the parts to build this stuff it's it's the craziest thing man like you, that's you, why he's here no, you no. always wonder like who does this shit it's like I know who does this shit actually yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> uh, so. you don't hear about them no. No, they, they do exist. Unless you exist. go on this podcast, and then we fucking hear about them. Absolutely. I, I don't know, man. I'm so proud of all my friends. You should be. That's incredible. They, they do some really cool things. Yeah. So You do some really cool awesome. things, too, you know. Well, yeah. Bless you. That's very sweet of you. Thank you. I, I've been very blessed, and uh, and, and, and I'm, I'm definitely enjoying this uh, journey that we all call life. Hey, just don't stop believing. Hey, man. Never. Or, well, because okay, if I, you stop coming around here, you'll be a foreigner. Sorry. Where's Johnny Gowdy? Uh, We had him on. Uh, Oh, you did? Yeah, we had him on. Good. He was our last guest last season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dude, that that is a good dude. Yeah, he Uh, is a good dude. He's a very good dude. We ended the show and and we hung out for like another ten or fifteen minutes, and I was Mm -hmm. like. I want to hang out with you next time I yeah. come to Austin. He's, he's a super cool. easy hang. Yeah. He's he's great. And his stories are hilarious because they're from like back in the day and he he tells you stuff about people where you go where and and all three of us have all seen our fair share and heard our fair share, but it's stuff that just makes you go fuck, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I, love I look forward I look forward to it, man. I, I look forward to seeing you in person again and hearing you play man you're a shredder dude thanks man yeah you need to go see thanks. him do his his thing like you saw him for play sure. with me and i have a specific thing that oh. i'm going for but... wait who are which which he is his and hers his is his are, are, are you I'm are referring, you telling zach i'm telling zach to go see Sorry. you oh you individually you don't need to go see, away from rob yeah you don't need to go see zach um but <laughs> oh come on <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> uh um but yeah no Bad. zach you need to go see Andy do his thing okay. because it it was it's it's different than what I'm doing. Like, you know, sure, he came Ab- and, he came and, and played a a part in my band. And when he's doing his thing, a it's a power yeah. trio, so it, he's you know actually doing a shit ton more than I ever do in my band. <laughs> like, 
Well, I, I look forward to uh, I look forward to hearing that. And 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 to 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 show how much the ADD has happened, you still mm-hmm. haven't answered my question. I know of, of okay. where your sound comes from. Which aspect of my sound? Like just, just the overall sound. Where where who? What what bands? I, I don't want to say what bands are you trying to sound like, but w- what? What vibe are you going for? What do you want your genre? What do you want people to think when they say, what genre is he? What do you want them to say? <laughs> slick, slick, slick. Get up, Lumac. Get up, Lumac. <laughs> did, I, did, did I ask too many questions at once? No. no. <laughs> Just like having an uh, existential crisis. <laughs> right on. Well, I, um, Just making fun of myself being a musician, as we all are. I... I, I that's that's kind of uh fuck um whew, it's hard not to talk about the elephant in the room that's covid and i i i write songs or come up with ideas that sound right to me and 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 i try to write lyrics about stuff that's um thanks tim (laughs) try to write songs about stuff that's actually happened to me or people or 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 things i've 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 witnessed and i don't do the thing where where i plaster on a fake smile and like act like everything's all right and sing songs about great joy and great this while the rest of the world is motherfucking burning and people are dying i think i'm just like that's the polar opposite of what an actual artist is, you know, I, I, that I'm, I'm not dissing anyone in this room here, by the way, I'm not, uh, it's aimed at other people. I, yeah. <laughs> so when, so when you're, when you, I, I have, I've, I've, I just I just take stuff in and interpret it and if it if, if it has an element of rock guitar to it, so be it because because it's it's what feels right and sounds right. If it has more of a vocal element, it's what feels right and sounds right to me. If it has more of like a, a glitchy kind of synthy, almost borderline EDM thing, it's what sounds right and feels right to me. And I'm just gonna put it in there because because I'm I, I'm just at the point where I'm you look at the internet, you know, and you, that was a bad Tom Cruise. It came out like someone else. But, but <laughs> when I look at everything and I compile all the information, all of us are all expo- overly exposed to, I just go like, fuck, like people are, this is just me. People are still talking about Justin Bieber. Really? Really? That guy's still a thing. I, I like, mean, dude, he just, he, he's still releasing singles, man. And and he's well, staying relevant like with TikTok. I, I mean, we can all this on TikTok all never, we want. I but, have sure, never but, once seen him come across my for you page on TikTok. Okay, well, well dude, because you look at weird shit, man. So, <laughs> but my but my but my point being about that is, um, it, it's just uh, we're in such a weird state of flux and a moment where everything is seismically shifting within the music business. I can't, you can't even call it an industry anymore. It's just nothing but a bunch of schisms everywhere. I mean, it still functions as one big thing, but, but like if, if record labels are not going to invest, invest being the key word. And I mean, fiscal, I mean, actual invest real tangible monies, then fuck them. Because it's like, dude, you you can't treat ev- everything and everyone and anyone like some like dinky little piece of plastic from Amazon. It's just you, you just can't do that. And and then turn around and keep spinning the Beatles, and keep spinning the Stones, and keep spinning Black Sabbath, and keep spinning Van Halen. Nothing. We all love those bands, but the reason why the reason why those bands are who who they are, and Hendrix, and and any just just anyone anyone from that generation, regardless of whatever the hell you look like. It's because they were given a platform. They were given an actual chance. There was an actual mechanism there that, and there was a type of a type of security. There's no securities anymore 
in in music business. It's just fuck you, pay me, or fuck you, figure it out. And so I just write songs about my life experiences. I, I basically gave you a Florence and a Machine answer. If, if you've ever watched an interview with her, that was very much how she answers every single question. With all the respect to her. I, I just wanted to know what uh, what genre you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's Sorry, what this you... is all fallout. This is all fallout from like post COVID. Like all these emotions so are rushing out. Like did, 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 uh, did that, genre. Did that not mm-hmm. answer your genre question, Zach? I mean, I know exactly what he's talking. Like, <laughs> yeah, you didn't, not, you didn't not even the slightest. <laughs> I, I appreciate like everything you just said, and, and I respect mm-hmm. everything you just said. But I, I. I I am curious. Are, are, are you pop? Are you rock? I I think I'm I think I'm uh I call it glitchy alt rock. Yeah. Glitchy okay. alt rock. Yeah. Right on. Because you know it, it's like, it, it, like mm-hmm. when you listen to like Mellow Man, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's got this great guitar driven rock song with like these great elements of just pop like sprinkled in and and then you move forward to like dirty conversations and uh it's definitely a rock song but it i would definitely say that it gears more towards that like amped up indie rock what but except you knew what except except you know what you're doing um (laughs) unlike most indie rock bands um and then and then i was listening to find yourself now we're not gonna have any indie rock bands on here thanks robin but uh, um, hey. But then you listen to find yourself, and I was worst like, oh. has been said. I was like, whoa, that's got a you know you've got that glitchy synthy element to mm-hmm. it. So right. when you said glitchy alt rock, I was like, that's right. That's a really accurate definition. Even 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 juice the song yeah. from Mel from uh, Melomania, not Meloman, Melomania. Even it has like kind of like a glitchy kind of sort of postmodern approach to whatever what Zach described as kind of a metalhead come indie rock guy. The phrase postmodern. Or is it indie or is it indie rock come metal? I, I just come. I just never know where to put the come. Mm. Sounds like a personal problem. Uh, <laughs> it's a grammatical one, I promise you. Uh, right. <laughs> the the phrase yeah. postmodern yeah. Really, I, mm-hmm. it's like an oxymoron to me. Yeah, because it's like, well, modern means right because now. Because modern is right now, <laughs> like post. Na- then right. Yes, it's current. Or is going to be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Uh, right on, dude. Well, when yeah. I hear postmodern, I think of postmodern jukebox. Yeah. Oh, but it's. I so love good. their videos, man. I'll, yes. Pa- the other They're great. The other band that does stuff like that is, I think, it's a group, a duo called Pomplamoose. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. dude. They do yeah. great stuff. I yeah. love them. There's a husband wife. And they do duo. amazing mashups of like songs. Hell yeah. And I was just like, what? What, they, what is it? What, yep. They did one with like uh was it Billy Jean? Can't feel my face. There was another one in there too. Yeah. Yep. And I just like my brain was just like, this is amazing. <laughs> I want to cover dude. this. But then I'm not going Have to. You- have uh, either of you heard the postmodern jukebox version of uh, uh, I'm All About the Bass? Yes. With Kate, the uh, upright bass player? Yeah. Oh, fucking amazing. My, uh, my friend Incredible. Did, my friend sang a song with them. Uh, it's better than the real McCoy. Uh, what was... it, it, it's nothing against Megan Trainer, but it smokes her Absolutely. version of it. It's not even close. Well, I love you, Megan Trainer, and you are more than welcome on this podcast. Please forgive everything that they have just said. I said there's nothing against her. Yeah, but Robin said absolutely. Well, okay. Oh, I just absolutely. So there's, she's there's, trash. She's not. No, she's not trash. She's got good stuff, and I liked all Dude. about that bass. I just think that there's like all like her version of all about that bass is very driven and produced. Oh, it is, and like yeah. it's meant to be on pop radio. Oh, totally. No, no, I know. Yeah, but then Postmodern just... Jukebox comes along and does it, and to me, they did it in a more musical way. So that's why I like and it that sounded like, better. Yeah, it sounded like it came out of the 40s. It was like, whoa. Yeah. They actually not only nailed the vibe, but the, mu- the raw musicality. I mean, it was, it was just like two mics in the room, and it's everything else. That's it. Are you talking about Postmodern? Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, they're great. 
my buddy yeah. Casey uh, does some upright bass stuff with him. And then, uh, you know, Georgia was in the show in Las Vegas. Yeah, I'm trying to find the, uh, my friend's which, singer. Which Georgia? Georgia Napolitano. She used to okay. be an Austin cat, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to find. I thought you meant Georgia Bram Hall, I wasn't sure. Um, the song that my friends sing with them. But I cannot find. I can't find it. I don't know. I know she sang one. It's like sunny. Mm. It's sunny something. Uh, sunflower. She did. Mm. Yeah, she did sunflower. It's on uh, sepia. Is the new orange? Al- uh, that album. And sepia. Sepia. I say. Sepia. Is, is it sepia or sepia? I've always said. Sepia. I, I've always heard people from from uh, from Portland, Oregon, call it sepia. Oh, don't you know? Well, you know, I got this little baggie of marijuana. It's, oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh, dear. When, oh, and that Courtney, she was a bitch. <laughs> oh. Well, now Courtney's not going to be on here. <laughs> I don't I don't think you want her on his show. I don't know which Courtney you're talking about. Uh, Courtney Hate. Who's Courtney? Ah, I see what you did there. Okay, right on. Gar. I don't give a fuck. Hence, all right. I don't give a fuck about that. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ, seriously, like all this happened in the last year. Oh, what if I say the wrong thing? It's like, are are you a terrible person? No. Okay. Yo. Like, okay, here, let me let, let me just say something real real quick. Last year, at the height of the pandemic, I called the pandemic. People, other people called the panty. I, I had this. Never I had called this, it that. Which is fine. It is. You can call it that. I had someone slide into my DM, like finger pointing at me because because I was friends with friends, Facebook friends with someone that I I didn't even know I was friends with anymore. I'm Facebook friends with this person, and this person's a, a total fascist. This and that, and this and that, and I was like, oh okay, shit, I didn't know. What do you mean you didn't know? I'm going around hunting these people. I'm like. Cool. I'm in the middle of a session. Can can we talk about this later? Send. No, you have to take care of this now, or else I'm going to do this and and that to you. Like, fine. I'll unfriend him. Calm the fuck down. Send me screenshots so I know. I'm like, I'm okay. Here, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. I knew you're a good person. Well, and a person. And and if this person's watching, you know who the fuck you are. Of of the of the of the. There's two people watching right now. That's fine. So when you watch this replay, you know who the fuck you are. <laughs> All right. Let's, this is a non-political podcast, well, everybody. About politics, but anyways. It, no, it wasn't politics. I was just sitting there picking my nose, and this person accused me of a lot of weird shit. Well, Mr. Uh, Andy McIntyre, uh, what, mm-hmm. but, but before we wrap up... Uh, what, we didn't really what, talk uh, about anything, did we? That's the whole point. We it's just sit here. And, yeah, it's an ADD podcast. We just sit here and shoot the shit. But we, right. we definitely want to give you a chance to to tell us about any upcoming songs, albums, uh, shows coming up. Let us know where people can go and hear you. Uh, mm-hmm. Go for it. Okay, uh, I just put out a uh, a dual single. Uh, it's called "Find Yourself, Fuck Yourself." It's my emotional response to what happened last year. And uh, it it has a music video for the Fuck Yourself song, which you can find on YouTube. It's the clean version because YouTube got so uber paranoid and they won't allow you to upload dirty stuff anymore. Are you Canadian but, by any chance? No, but I was born in Chicago. Right on. Just curious. So you're Go probably on. hearing these E's and E's and there and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I have, I have a very washy accent. Um, and then uh, I've... Because I went to Sunset and I have two new songs that everything's pretty much finished. They just need to be mixed. And uh, I probably will put those out in the next month or two. Cool. And then in September, I'll be at just firming everything up. I'll be over at uh, uh, Empire Control Room. Oh, nice. In Austin. Nice. And that's September 3rd. Awesome. Well, if you're in right Austin on, on September man. 3rd, go check mm-hmm. out Andy McIntyre at the Empire Control Room. So it's a good Absolutely venue. Absolutely. So it has a great venue. Yeah. I love it. I need to. I need to get. I need to do a show there. Um, I've just been. I've been so <laughs> lazy about booking. 
So, uh, <laughs> Canadian, huh? Yeah. That's so for all you bookers out asked, there, yeah, boogers, bookers, bookers. Yeah. Robin Mordecai is wanting to be booked. Book Andy. Book. He uh, he wants to be booked. Book him. Why won't you book him? Um, this was a pleasure, Andy. I'm so glad that you got to come on and do this podcast. Uh, and we got to just shoot. Thank the, you. We got to shoot the shit for uh, 69 minutes. So um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I... Right on. For all those who t- who tuned in, thank you for being here and uh, have a blessed week. Thank you, Mr. Andy McIntyre. TJ, for having oh, me. wait, oh, wait. <laughs> TJ's not here. Robin, uh, off to you. This was fun. We'll do it again. Um, go follow Andy on everything, uh, so all, all his social medias. Um, and, uh, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Woo. <laughs> Look, I, all this stuff is still so weird, even after doing 42 episodes of being like, smash that, smash that, that like subscribe button, man. Button, man. Smash that bell icon. Um, Thank you. But uh do uh I'd like to get our Instagram followers up, so go follow us on Instagram. Um and uh for those of you wondering, yes, those are fully automatic nerf guns in the corner. Um <laughs> Oh, I, I just thought it was like a dismembered strat. No, those are those are nerf guns. Fully automatic. Um well but the blue ones. Those are AR fifteens, brother, don't lie. No. I don't I would never <laughs> I would never color AR-15s bright blue and orange. So, uh, but yeah. Um, Well, we'll be back next week. And hopefully, if I can get everything set up in time, we'll also be streaming live to Facebook as well as YouTube. So, uh, yeah, our guest. Is that a new update on Ecamm? No, uh, it's, uh, I'm going to do Restream. I got a, I got a little percentage off deal for Restream. So I'm going to try, we're going to try it next week. So hopefully it works. Um, and then uh, tune in. Our, our, our guest next week is uh, Dorothy Lawrence, who is a phenomenal woodwinds player and a uh, super big rock and roll fan and a lawyer. So we'll probably be asking legal questions. Um, but yeah, tune in. Class dismissed. <laughs> Yes, it's still on. It's I'll tell you that it's not. Now is it off? Do you think we can keep no. do you think we can keep this ending gag going just like for the remainder of the life of this podcast? Yeah, just just do it for like five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, I'm clicking I'm clicking the finish button. <laughs>